0: what is going on you guys welcome back to don't that's talking my name is Kendall, Lynn and i'm your host this is the podcast where we're raw unfiltered and genuine how are you guys doing um i've been gone for a while um the last time i posted um an episode as i'm not even sure i want to say four weeks ago i posted one um august 22nd and you know it's august twenty. 6th it's the day after thanksgiving and so it's been like more than a month and i tried to film an episode for you guys um november 15th oh i'm sorry i'm just really tired i tried to film an episode november 15th and there was just a bunch of interruptions and like i had to break it down into segments and like i would have to edit them off and i hate having to edit my videos because i want everything to be really raw and really personal so i didn't I never ever edited it, and um, I never f- posted it. Um, also, it was kind of hard to continue the conversation on that one because I felt like I had talked as much as I was going to talk, and, like, I felt like I was kind of dragging it on. And um, obviously, I hate doing that, so I just felt like last episode just wasn't it. Um, also, we hit 201 total plays on this um, account, and that just warms my heart um i don't know i just never thought i would never even thought to get 10 plays because i remember my first video i was like i'll make an instagram account when i get 10 plays and that took like two months and then now i'm at 200 plays and it's just it's wild to me it's crazy um yeah i've been kind of in a funk i've been like procrastinating a lot um i have to write this poem for my school's fall production and it's been kind of hard because I hate having to be creative when it's on a time, like a like I'm, I'm restricted. I'm put in a bubble, and I have to like really work on it. That's when writer's block kicks in for me. I like I make my best work when I'm just being creative and letting everything flow out naturally. Um, well, if you guys didn't know, um, I write poetry. Um, I've been writing poetry since I want to say I was like 10 years old. Um, I've always been a pretty good writer. I was always very articulate, always good with words. Um, I was always that kid in class that was always ready to write an essay. So naturally poetry came to me so quickly. And I just feel like I'm forcing myself to write. Because I started writing the piece. The first rough draft submission was due, like, November 11th. And then I started writing it November 10th. And I, writ- and I wrote it, and I got accepted. And then I stopped writing for two weeks. And then I had a meeting today, but I couldn't go to the meeting, so we postponed it. So I didn't write today. And I need to finish it by tomorrow, because the meeting is tomorrow. And I also have to um, write, not write, I have to make a video that encompasses our my poem and you know that's just a whole nother creative thing in itself and I have to do makeup and stuff and it's due December 3rd so I don't really have a lot of time I have less than a week so I really need to get on my grind and I have my poetry books sitting right next to me and I added like two lines a couple seconds ago but I just really don't want to do it because I feel so forced to do it and it's not even I'm not being forced this is a place where I should be able to let on my creative outlets and I'm happy that I get this opportunity but It's because I have to do it in a certain time limit, and I have to get it done, and it has to be one of the best things I've ever written leading up to this point because I don't want to present anything that I don't like. So that's my current predicament. Um, My last episode that I didn't post, um, I don't want to remake that episode because... I just can't sit through another twenty five minutes of the same thing. I don't understand how people can do that. So I'm just gonna like give you guys a quick like summary of what it was. oh I just yawned. Um, basically, I talked about the whole concept of not being somebody's favorite person. And when I filmed that episode, I was feeling very emotional and very like distant from people. So I was just talking about how I think it's crazy how It's like even if your favorite person is your favorite person doesn't mean you're their favorite person. So you can have a best friend, but it doesn't mean that you're their best friend. And I always thought on some like some spectrum that was kind of cruel. But I mean, you can't force somebody to be their best friend or to be their first priority. Like not everybody's going to think of you're not going to be someone's first thought. And it's kind of sad because you never know, you don't know if you're ever going to be someone's favorite person. Like, what if you're not anyone's favorite student, favorite child, the favorite sibling, the favorite friend? Sometimes that's just not the case for some people, and it's really saddening, but... That's really what I just talked about. I talked about it in more depth, but I don't really want to talk about that at all today. Um, This episode, I want to talk about immortality. And I want to talk about immortality because... Oh, another yawn coming. (sighs) I'm so sorry. I'm not going to edit any of this out. (laughs) I want to talk about immortality because um, during school last year, um, when I was a sophomore, we had to be in literature circles And we got to pick the book we wanted to read in that literature circle. And the book I chose was Scythe by Neil Shusterman. And that book exceeded my absolute expectations. I chose that book because we each got to see a little summary of it and a little book trailer. And I liked it because it had to do with, it kind of was like a Hunger Games type vibe. And even though I never read the Hunger Games, I thought that would be like the one for me. I wanted to choose another book, but I'm pretty sure all the books for that group was chosen so I ended up settling for that book and it's a three-part book even though we only read the first book I borrowed the second book from my teacher and then I bought the third book and let me tell you one of the best book series I've ever ever read it was so engulfing like you you the details were so vivid I felt like I lived there like my favorite part of the day we're reading that book and then going to sleep so i can dream about being a part of the book and basically the book is about um it in it encompasses um three characters for the first book and these characters live in a very utopian very futuristic society and in this society they um they're you know they never die they're immortal obviously the topic is immortality so they have advanced the technology is super crazy and if even if you try to kill yourself they can revive you that's how crazy their technology is like they revive you every single time and even if you die if you're going to if you're like really really old you can um you can go back in age i don't know what the right, the right word is but like they have this technology it makes you younger again and you can live like several lives like like just all you have to do is just keep pressing that rewind button and going back to when you're a kid um you can go back I'm pretty sure you can only go back to like the age 20 or something like that um I think so and you know you can just keep going back and back and back and as long as you want to but um in order to control the population because you know people can't just be popping out kids and then like nobody dies so in order to control the population there are scythes and scythes are these trained assassins and their job is to control the population so they kill people at random and they wear these crazy robes and the robes are like beautiful every every scythe aka trained assassin is allowed to pick their own robe and when they pick their own robe it could be any color except black because black is too close to death to the color of death you know dark whatever whatever they get to pick their own role they can put gems on it they can put stripes tiger stripes stars anything they want that's not really the whole point and they get to just kill people at random. But they have to add a quota, a certain amount of people they kill every year, you know, to control the population control. And they can't be discriminatory. They can't hold prejudice. They can't just kill black people. They can't just kill white people. They can't just kill little kids, old, old people, celebrities, you know. They have to be very unbiased. So I know no. No scythe would want to kill kids unless, you know, they have a thing for killing kids. But you have to kill kids even if you don't want to. Even if it's, like, if even if it pains you, it's a part of it. Because that means you're holding, you're favoring one group over the other. And that's children. And a lot of these scythes, these strange assassins, they... It's absolutely horrifying for them to have to kill these children. And just horrifying to have to kill people in general. And they can kill you however they want. They can be so creative. They can... I think they could put you on fire Oh, I think no I don't think they can put you on fire actually I'm, I don't remember but they can stab you they can like cut you up they can they can give you a little pill so you can like just like overdose uh, they have like these crazy forms of technology so like they can kill you in very creative ways and in this book I always thought about like they were immortal but you know you never know when you're, even though they were immortal and they had like fought death and all the unnatural stuff, they still had assassins on their tail and you never know when you were going to be killed. And um, so say if an assassin, if one of the scythes killed me, they would offer my family a year's immunity so they would not, none of my family members would be killed In that year because you know like they don't want to kill my family and they don't want to kill off my bloodline in the whole year you know what I mean so they offer your family immunity and I don't want to give like a whole book review because obviously I could go off on a tangent with that book and maybe I will do a book review and a summary of that book and just like ramble about it like I did with my Draco Malfoy TikTok um but basically in like the second of the second book there's like this man who's trying to like be a good artist, but he just sucks, and I was like, why does he suck, like, just apply yourself, bro, like, bro, like, just try to be a good artist, anybody can do it, like, even I can do it, if, even though I suck, I suck at drawing but I could do it if I dedicated my life to it but then there was a really cool detail that Neil Shusterman added and I swear this man must have taken philosophy or something spiritual like that because this detail I feel like it was passed by many of his readers but this detail that he added is so like it's so heavenly so basically the reason why this man was not a good drawer and a good artist was because he was immortal And I was like, well, Shesterman, what does immortality, what is the correlation between immortality and being able to draw? And basically in the book, the detail he adds is that because because when, when people weren't immortal, like now, people are able to concoct such beautiful things. Leonardo da Vinci... Picasso Frida Kahlo Michael Jackson Edgar Allan Poe they're able to do such amazing things and they they did such amazing things because it was their passion and they knew they wouldn't live forever and they didn't have all the time in the world to leave their mark on the planet so they so I guess like they really had to like apply themselves if they found something they loved they mastered it and And the reason why the immortals, people of the, you know, fictional book, they weren't able to like master anything was because they were immortal and they had all the time in the world and they didn't have the passion towards it. You know, they don't know what it's like to fear death, except with size, you know what I mean? But they don't know what it's like to like, the reason we have purpose in our life because of death. And I think that's so, so eerie when you think about it, like just sit down, pause this and think about it. Our purpose in life is derived from death. Isn't that insane? It's so crazy to me because the only reason we want to have families, we want to find the love of our lives, we want to master something, we want to become a great, a great fighter, like learn karate, become a great artist, is because we know one day our clocks are going to be over. We'll have no more time left in our hourglass. The sand stops at one point. It stops falling. And you want to be remembered and i know people some people just want comfortable lives but people want comfortable lives because of death Be- it's all it's all tied to death but in the book in the book Scythe, these people really aren't good at anything that we are, that we were good at before like writing doing like hobbies because to them they have all the time in the world so they're not going to devote their their life to drawing or being a devoted artist. Like, you, who knows how long immortality is? You know what I mean? Who knows how long that is? It's, it could be millions of years if you never get killed by a scythe. So they're just... I understand it so well, which freaks me out, because if I was immortal I don't think I'd dedicate myself like I am now like I wouldn't be so absorbed with school like I am so obsessed with school I'm obsessed with being the best person I can be academically because I know it's gonna set the tone and the stage for the rest of my life I know it's gonna get get me into a good college and that good college is gonna get me into good classes and the good classes is gonna give me good grades good diploma good job and then, you know, whatever else I want to do in life. But if you're, if you're like immortal, why would you even try in school? Like, you know what I mean? It's not because we try in school because we want to at least have some retirement money so we don't have to work. But if you're immortal and you're able to rewind your age when you get old, what's the point of going to school? Because you're still going to learn things throughout your immortal lifespan. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't want to learn anything in your lifespan, if you're immortal, you're bound to learn a bunch of stuff. And it's crazy because I always talk about like I wish my life was longer so I can do more things like I want to be an FBI agent I want to be a doctor I want to I want to do so many things I want to be a professor I want to own a vineyard I want to travel the world I don't want to have kids I don't want to have kids now in this type of climate in this world because my life is so short and I know it's so selfish but I don't want to have kids because I don't want to waste my time on giving somebody else the chance of life while also giving away my life and it's so selfish but it's so true I I wouldn't dare giving birth to a kid to just devote my life to them when I haven't even devoted my own life to myself and it's selfish but I don't care I want if I would live the immortal life then yeah i'd give them a fat chunk of my life to my kids and then when they grow up we can live a life together we can travel we can do all these things and we'll live an immortal life and you can also be an fbi agent for 200 years if you want you could then rewind your life and then be or on a vineyard be a doctor be an engineer be a technician be a bill gates who cares you have your entire life to be rich because you don't know when your time is up but you can't do that now we have a 75 year lifespan and it's ridiculous when we think about it and it really pisses me off because whoever rules this universe if there is a god if there isn't a god if the universe is in control and there's destiny why put humans on this earth if you're gonna make us question our existence every single day we live in fear because death can snatch us so quickly and we don't have a say in it and it makes me so angry It makes me want to tear apart my room and devote my life to something, become a a freaking monk and like live in seclusion and never talk to anyone again. Like that's how angry it makes me because like I want to live forever sometimes. And I know people say it's crazy and I know people say, but if you were the only person who was immortal, you see everybody die. But then I want everybody to be immortal without having to deal with population control, without having to deal with the earth dying. I just want to live forever in a perfect world is that too much to ask for, like, it's so, it's so, it, like, twists and turns in my brain, and it's one of the most, one, it's, like, one of, like, the foremost things that I'm passionate about in this world, because I feel like everybody secretly wants to live forever, if they get to live multiple lives in their one life, isn't that, well, like, isn't that the life, isn't that the dream, like, that's one of my freaking dreams, and, Something else that I feel like comes along with immortality. Like, if you're immortal, would you even try to look for the love of your life? Like, would you even try to find your quote-unquote soulmate? Like, dude, I'm immortal. I have my whole life to look for my soulmate. Like, I can't die. I can't be killed by an assassin. I can keep rewinding my age. Should I really? Like, no. I'd just probably have a bunch of different, like, lovers, a bunch of different conquests. And, like, I'd... But I wouldn't spend my life looking for the one, my soulmate. I'm not going to live with, I'm not going to love my soulmate. Well, maybe I will love my soulmate for the duration of my life, even if it's a million, billion, gajillion, trillion years. But I will not, I will not spend the rest of my life with one person because that's so boring. I get tired of people in like three to four months and I can never do that. You know what I mean? Like, would you even, would you even waste your time looking for your soulmate? like think about it i don't i don't think anybody will i mean unless that's what you want unless you're really into like finding the person you're meant to be with then do that but are you even meant to be with someone if you're immortal anymore because i feel like the reason people are meant to be and are meant to be soulmates is because you know death our time is so limited so so like do you of course okay, I don't want to say there's a God or there's, like, somebody, or I just talk to Mike, or there's somebody that rules the universe, but I feel like with death comes love, and because you live such a, a long, I mean, such a short, um, painful life, there's obviously love in their family, friends, and, like, um, you know, platonic love, romantic love, all of that, so in your life, I feel like loving somebody makes it easier. It eases away the pain from the reality that you have to die one day. But, I mean, if I were immortal, I don't even think I'd waste my time looking for the person I'm supposed to end up with. Because, dude, what do you mean the person I'm supposed to end up with? That's supposed the person you're supposed to end up with like end is in there i'm never gonna end you're never gonna end let's not waste our time trying to find people we're supposed to be with forever you know what i mean it just doesn't make sense like with immortality comes all these new concepts these new ways of life and it just doesn't make sense like we're trying so hard in this life we're trying so hard to make something of ourselves because we know we all have so little time but if we were immortal like do you guys think we even fight the same way to make a name for ourselves? Like why? We're gonna be immortal. Even if new people give, new, give birth to more babies and mortality, I don't care if they know who I am because dude, I'm immortal. And the reason why we want people to remember us is because we wanna be immortal in people's mind. Like Michael Jackson and, you know, all these people, like even Hitler, he's immortal in people's minds, but he's not immortal himself, but he will live on for generations in history books. And that's literally our goal. We just want to live forever in people's minds. Like we've had some crazy talented people and they devote their, they devote and devoted their only life to what they loved. And like their stuff is praised by us now. Like they're always going to live with us, but they're not living but if I was immortal you know you wouldn't need to do any of that like you wouldn't have the same passion and I feel like I think that's kind of the con that comes with it like you wouldn't be as passionate as you are now about anything about starting a family about dying for a cause because what are you gonna die for you can die for anything and anything that comes any problems that arise in your immortal life could probably easily be fixed in the millions of years that you're going to be alive. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to die for anything. You don't need to be passionate about anything. You don't need to fight against the clock. You don't, you don't even need to try to excel at anything. If you knew you'd never die, what's the whole point of trying to be the absolute best at something? If you know that, hey, I'm going to live forever. I don't really care. If what you think about me, if I live on forever in your mind, because I'm actually, I actually am living on forever. Okay, let me catch my breath because I just kind of went off on a tangent right there. And, like, my heart is racing and stuff. But, yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Like, what is your, what's the word I'm looking for? What are your takes on this? Like, I hope this made you think and, like, really put life into perspective because in the book, I mean, the artist isn't really, like, they talk, that they say that the artist's art is, like, so bad, like, it has no passion, like, where's the flavor, like, you know there's no passion in it, there's no devotion in it because he's immortal, and they even talk about, like, um back then when people weren't immortal, they... They knew that their life would come to an end at one point, And they knew what it felt like to love so incredibly because you knew your time would be up one day and you wouldn't be able to be in love for the rest of life, for the rest of eternity. Even when you die, you die. You can't be in love with them forever. So that's why people love so intensely because they know one day you're going to die. I'm going to die. So we might as well just freaking love each other until the end of our lives. You know what I mean? Like... People, I feel like a good way to talk about it is because, like, some of my poetry, I talk about death, but, like, if I was immortal, I would never talk about death. Maybe I would talk about that there was no death, or would I even know about death? Like, say if, say if the first humans were never died like say if the first humans were immortal and still lived among us today and say we were all immortal say nobody has ever died since the beginning of creation would we know what death is like animals too like say animals never died and nothing on this planet ever ever died no ecosystem died no plants no animals no people nothing no stars nothing like would we even know what death is like how would we know that we wouldn't know what death is we wouldn't like be we wouldn't be full of passion or nothing like it's crazy i just think it's insane um i don't know this is my rant for today um i'm very excited i recorded um i've been missing like posting and stuff so i hope you guys think about this have a great night hope you guys had a good thanksgiving or whatever um thanksgiving is a whole different topic on itself maybe i should have talked about that before thanksgiving but maybe i'll talk about christmas and my thoughts on christmas um anyways i hope you guys are good i hope you guys have a great day great night great afternoon whenever you're seeing this and bye